This is No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. Hello and welcome to No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. Today we're taking a closer look at a special program sponsored by Edgar Snyder and Associates. It's called the Save a Life Tour, and it targets drunk driving. The program visits area high schools and presents some very tough realities in an informative and meaningful way. In a few minutes, you'll meet the MC of the Save a Life Tour, who actually has a story you won't want to miss. But to get things started, welcome the man behind the program, attorney Edgar Edgar Snyder, welcome to the show again, Edgar. I feel very welcome, Shelley. It is your show. You should. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's why I feel so welcome. There you go. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about the efforts that you take to raise awareness about well, drunk driving. First of all, in our practice, Shelley, drunk driving, uh, it's a natural for us to want to raise awareness. We see the devastation every day. Uh, a big portion of the accidents and a big portion of what happens in our law firm with people that are seriously injured or killed in accidents is a result of drunk driving. When you sit there day after day and you have this type of involvement, it just it's a natural for us to be able to get involved and try and give back to community and to do some what we call public service type work for drinking and driving so that people learn and see what's going on. Tell us about why you chose to sponsor this particular event and what it is. First of all, Save a Life is exactly what it is, and I'm a good person to answer this today because uh, one of the area high schools, we were there, and CJ, who you're going to meet in a few minutes, uh, had this show where he is the uh, MC, And I've never been so impacted by anything that I've seen that was used to combat drinking and driving as what I saw today. <clears throat> Excuse me. It, it's the type of situation where you're trying to take young people and say, don't drink and drive, uh, get a designated driver, don't do this. Aside from the fact that people are not able to, young kids are not able to drink based on their age, this program hit home. We went today, we saw what was going on, and it's just unnatural for us so that we can try and do something to prevent the terrible destruction that is done to lives. Now, obviously, teenagers are a tough group to reach. I mm -hmm. mean, they think they're invincible. It's something that, uh, you know, is difficult to do, no matter what you're trying to teach them or show them. And you think that this particular program is by far... I know it was. Have you ever sat in a high school auditorium with hundreds of kids and hear a pin drop? The program has to be very effective because you're right. When you're dealing with teenagers, it's a totally different situation, and they hear a lot of preaching. This wasn't preaching. Uh, I think that you'll have an opportunity when you hear what CJ says and see some of the stuff, but it, it gives us an opportunity in our office, and we do a lot of programs as a result of this, a lot of different types of activities in our law firm that are used to combat drinking and driving. Tell us a little bit about some statistics. You know, how well, many people are dying as a result of these kinds of accidents and, you know, driver's death ages. That one kind of person dies every 45 minutes in a crash involving alcohol. One person every 45 minutes. Nearly one-third of the driver deaths aged 16 to 20 involve drunk drivers. That's our target audience in this for Save a Life Tour. And in fact, you have a t-shirt that's sitting right there. It's, it's, just, it's just, I wanted to be able to, if you hold it up for just one second, we asked these kids to sign a 
pledge on Facebook, being safe and sober. It says, I signed the pledge. This is really important today. Young people, it's not just hearing the message. We want them to see it. We want it to be visual. And I, I just think we can't put enough emphasis in our law firm based upon what we see every day. How many schools have benefited from the Edgar Snyder Save a Life? Last year we did the program in six high schools in western Pennsylvania and this year we're sponsoring another six high schools. So by the time we're done with this cycle we'll have had 12 high school where the juniors and seniors in the school will be able to hear this message and will be able to see and it's so graphic that it's hard to watch but it's all true. It's not, there's nothing contrived about this. People see what happens if you drink and drive. And uh, we'll talk a little bit later about, I sat today in a simulator as to what happens and what it looks like when you're driving and uh, if you're impaired or you're drunk with alcohol, how hard it is to be able to drive like this. Very interesting stuff for us. I've learned a lot. And that's the important thing, as long as these kids are learning, too. That's they they are learning. I, I can assure you they are. With us in the studio right now, we have C.J. Rich. He's a representative from the tour. C.J., welcome to the show tonight. Thank you. And we want to know, what do students experience as part of this tour? Students experience a simulator. They get into it and drive. What it is, it's a delayed reaction. That's how we incorporate the alcohol. So when they overcompensate for the steering and the gas pedal and the brake pedal, they experience what it's like to be in a car actually drunk. And it gives them that vertigo, that motion sickness mm -hmm. kind of feeling. And they get sick and they, they get educated throughout the whole procedure. Tunnel vision is involved too. Tunnel vision is a big part of our uh, presentations and our simulator. The individual will be forced to look straight ahead and not look left and right for aggressive drivers. Just like a individual in real life would be in a car, how they're looking straight ahead, ignoring signs, street signs, pedestrians and other cars too as well. Now we have some video that we're going to be showing too, and it is graphics. So we want to give everybody a little bit of a heads up about that. But this is all part of the deal whenever you uh, are part of this tour, is that correct? That is correct, yes. Now, how many venues have the Save a Life Tour traveled to since um, this all started? Uh, we've been to Belgium, we've been to Italy, we've been to Hawaii, Germany, uh, Japan, Korea, obviously every single state in the country. Uh, we've been to every single state in the country multiple times. Uh, Texas is a big one, Missouri is a big one. <laughs> Yeah, we've well, been well, you say everywhere. those are big ones. What do you what do you mean by that? Well, for Texas is a big state. Okay, I, okay, I, see what you're I thought you meant there were there yeah. more accidents or that kind of thing there as a result. Yeah, well, it's 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 as a result everywhere. Everywhere mm -hmm. there's accidents from drinking and driving. Now, uh, Missouri, we work with uh, MoDOT. We get to go out there a lot and do uh, presentations with high schools, as Mr. Snyder has done with us here in Pittsburgh and the Greater mm -hmm. Pennsylvania area. So. Now, when we're talking about um, uh, Edgar, you actually attended yes. this show this morning. Right. We talked about being graphic. We talked about some of the things that you experienced. You seemed like you were pretty affected by this. I was totally affected. Uh, I know for the viewers, we just ran a very short video. And believe me, that was nothing compared to what we saw this morning. But when I say I was emotionally involved, doing this kind of work, having our law firm be so involved in this, I think that it was an opportunity for us to see what goes on before. We see the victims, we talk to people, we see what happens to people, we know how it affects their lives. But to see what the people would look like and what happens when you don't make good choices for young people, that really hit home. I, I, I said today with CJ when I was there, 
I said, I can't think of anything that's really impacted me like this and really made me proud, not just sponsoring the show, but the kind of work that we do and what we're trying to accomplish. How did you find out about CJ and the whole tour? Well, I think our office in the marketing uh, department, uh, we had been doing a show before this for a number of years called Road Radio that was also designed, it was in the middle schools that had to do with drinking and driving. We were looking for something we felt that the target audience really is even more when you're talking about high school seniors. Uh, if you go on the internet and you start checking around and seeing what there is, uh, this man's show, there, there's, no, there's nothing like it. And based upon where he says he's been all over the world, I can now understand why <laughs> that type of situation happens. But that's how we heard about him, and uh, the rest is history. Yeah, I had no idea it was international. I mean, that, you know, Not I'm everybody. thinking, wow, <laughs> you know, you've got a couple of stay wherever, but wow, that is pretty, pretty big responsibility trying to get out there and, and teach that many kids, that type of thing. What sets this tour apart from others, and what is different about what you do and the message you're trying to get across? Well, um, well first and foremost, we're not professional speakers, like I was telling you uh, earlier. Uh, we're professional human beings, and we go out there with a genuine story, and we tell it with a genuine heart, and we get to look these kids in the eyes and make sure they're paying attention and make sure they're aware that drinking and driving is dangerous, that we don't sound like a robot, that we don't sound the same, maybe not like everybody else, and we have the simulator too as well, and that's a big draw for the kids too. Not only do they get to hear a personal story and watch a video that's very graphic and to the point, they get to also see what it's like physically to get into a car and drink and drive. And is that something that a lot of the kids want to do, or is the, I mean, is this something that they they think, oh wow, I can get in here and, and this will be really cool? But then at the end of it, they're like, oh wait a minute, this yeah. is just the opposite of cool. I thought it, I thought it, when I did it today, okay. it, it, it literally it, it made me nauseous. I mean, yep. and I can just imagine what <laughs> it, it, driving like mm -hmm. that and driving that condition. But it, it really, I, I I really wanted to say stop. But you told me it was only three minutes. Yeah, but I was happy when it was over. You crashed. <laughs> you know, I, I, I crashed in, in fifteen <laughs> seconds. I was off the road. But it's yeah. it, it's real and uh, it's it's really uh, impactful. We're going to hear about his story soon. But Edgar, what was your reaction to CJ's story? My reaction to the story and watching this today was I found myself saying to I I, I was saying to myself. I've never seen anything like this. I think that this is important. I would like, if it was humanly possible, for every lawyer that works in our law firm to be able to see this. Because we see the carnage, but what we don't see is what goes on before. And once you've seen this, it's not just a story. It's really why we do this kind of work. And that, that means everything because passion and emotion is what's involved in this whole business that we're involved in. And CJ, you have a very personal story that you share with people yeah. when you go out on this tour. And I've heard it's pretty emotional. It's unbelievable that you're able to be able to get out and talk about it. So I'd like to hear it as well. Yeah, well, what it was is, um, you know, I had a little family member uh, back in the day, a uh, sibling of mine, she was 15 years old. And uh, she got into a car with a uh, drunk driver. And he was 18, young man driving the car. Uh, he had a .38 BAC level. And uh, she had a .29 uh, BAC level. And he has two little brothers in the back seat, too. Uh, and they were 15 and 16. And they had a .14 and .16 BAC level. And what it uh, was, it was a senior all-night party. And there were uh, six parents serving alcohol to all these kids. And the parents promised uh, everybody that the uh, kids would not get in the cars. They wouldn't drive. They took the keys from them. And uh, 
you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, one of the parents decided to give a young man uh, one of the keys, and he told him to not, don't drive back. Now, they were in Manistee, Michigan, and this is about an hour and a half north of Grand Rapids, hour, hourish, you know. And this young man was going to attempt to get into his car and drive south on 31, heading back to Grand Rapids to pick up his friend, initially was the, the reason why he wanted to go back. And, uh, you know, for whatever reason, uh, she got in the car, she was in the passenger seat, his two little brothers got in the back seat, and uh, the car went across the medium, and the uh, car flipped about four times, and uh, a little kid uh, sitting behind my sister had a .16 BAC level, and uh, he was ejected from the car. He was found at 40 plus feet from where the car ended up. The other young man was ejected from the car, none of them were wearing the seatbelts, by the way. He had a .14 BAC level, and he was thrown from the car. He was found 30 plus feet from where the car ended up. And a uh, young driver, he was 18, he was on the way to Fort Bragg, which is a military base out in North Carolina. He was just celebrating, having fun, uh, being a kid. He was found in the motor of the car, and um, my little sister was, uh, and she was uh, ejected from the car. The top of her head hit the top of the car, and she was decapitated from the jaw, from the jaw up. And they found teeth uh, embedded in the top part of the uh, automobile. So that's that. They only thought that there was one person in the vehicle, <clears throat> but uh, they realized that there were uh, three people. And uh, there's a disturbance about 30 to 40 feet from where the car is, when the car was. And uh, people went over there, investigated it, and found that there were three more. Bodies. And the six parents that were there uh, were all drinking, and they weren't able to answer their phones. And a few people, a few of the other parents, had to had to go to morgues and uh, basically identify their kids' kids' bodies. So, and that's that. You know, uh, people people make bad decisions. You know, every day. And uh, I'm not perfect, right? We don't live in a perfect world. Mm. So, uh, I just hope that people do the right thing and be responsible it's up to what what you do and it's not what i say it's up to what people want to do what to say because i can sit in front of a crowd all day long and tell them what what's right and wrong with drinking and driving call a cab don't get into a car what's wrong i can hurt somebody badly i can kill someone i can wind up in prison for the rest of my life uh, we've been in jail cells where i've seen kids getting hauled into jail cells who have killed people in drinking and driving accidents and they don't really realize what they had done because they're still intoxicated so they can't, they can't remember that and it's that, that time when they're detoxed, when the alcohol starts to dissolve from their body, and they, they're more coherent, and they're, remember, they're constantly reminded about what they did. And then all of a sudden, they're like, okay, well, I just killed somebody. Now it's hitting home. Because alcohol is an influence. You, you don't mean to kill somebody when you drink. No. So and I, I, I really am left speechless. I, I can't even imagine what it is that you and your family have gone through. But you are using this for good, and that's the important part. We have some guests with us in the studio now. They are Christine Costick. She is involved in community engagement for the school district in Apollo Ridge. So welcome and thank you for being with us. And we also have Kristen Coleman. She's president of the Students Against Destructive Decisions organization also at Apollo Ridge High School. So welcome to the show as well, Kristen. Thank you. Chris, how many students from Apollo Ridge experienced the Edgar Snyder Save a Life Tour? Uh, we had 400 students. Uh, we had our students from grades 9 through 12 uh, participate in the program to begin with and then the 11th and 12th grade students actually did the simulator that CJ talked about. Were you familiar with the tour at all? What did you think 
when you saw this? Well, um, it, it was unique. Um, we did check it out when Edgar Snyder's folks uh, contacted us. Uh, we got online and checked it out ahead of time because when you're bringing something like that into a school, um, you know, you have to be very conscious of what the kids are going to see. Um, so we did. We, we looked at it. Um, we're very impressed. Uh, we thought it was a really unique program, and we were very, very fortunate to have it be sent to our school. Kristen, as a student, you are obviously the target audience for all of this. I had teenage daughters, and my biggest fear, and I remember when they were born, that was the scariest thing. What was your reaction to this tour? Well, first of all, we loved having Edgar here. We were really excited for the Save a Life tour, and the thing that I realized was most different about this program was how real it was. We have people coming to our school all the time. We have speakers all the time, but this one was so much different, like Edgar and CJ said, because of how real it was. It got straight to the point. They had a video that was so graphic, some people had to leave, but it really hit home. And then you had that simulator. People really excited to try it, but after they did it, they realized how serious it was. And with CJ's story, I mean, we weren't expecting that when he told us. It just, like you said, you could hear a pin drop. All right, and just, we have about 45 seconds. What will you remember about this? I will remember the poignancy of it. I mean, like everyone has said, it was just, it hit home to everybody. I know that this is something I will remember, and I know that everybody in that audience could connect to that video somehow, and what everybody was saying, I know that they're gonna remember it five years from now. All right, Kristen, thank you so much. Hopefully, you and your fellow students will remember this five years from now, thank and we'll you. remember it tomorrow, and thank you so much as well, Chris, for joining us, and Edgar, as always, what a wonderful thing that you're doing with this. I feel real good Save about it, Shelley. We'd be really happy to hear these kind of comments from both uh, ladies here. Uh, it's really important for us to get this kind of feedback. Thank and all, you. All we want to do, even if it's one life, it's an absolute you got it right. positive thing to do. So, so much to talk about, but as always, so little time. We want to thank all of today's guests for being here. Now, if you'd like more information on the Edgar Snyder Save a Life Tour, including how to bring it to your school, go to edgarsnyder.com. Next week, we'll be looking at spring and summer injury prevention. A representative from Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh of UPMC will be here, along with attorneys Cynthia Donnell and Todd Berkey. And this is required viewing for all of you parents out there. So until then, thank you for watching and be safe. Thank you again for tuning in to this edition of No Fee TV, where legal help is always free. If you have a topic you would like us to cover in a future show, please reach out to us at edgarsnyder.com. You can also connect with us on our Facebook page or on Twitter and Google Plus using the hashtag NoFeeTV. See you next week.